Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are going through Proverbs chapter 2, verse 16. Yep, it's only one verse today. And specifically, we're going to be talking about temptation. And in the text, it'll be talking about how adultery is tempting, but we're going to apply it to entrepreneurship because that's kind of what I got from it. That's the lens I like to walk through in the world. But it also talks about um, adultery. So, We're going to jump into it. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 16. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress, with her smooth words. And just some context on the verse. Here it is talking about how wisdom, in verse 10 it starts with, Wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Then it goes like, Discretion will watch over you. It will deliver you from evil. If you watched our last podcast that are going through Proverbs, it talks about delivering you from evil delivering you from men who forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil, delight in the perverseness of evil, men whose paths are crooked. Then it goes into, not only will it deliver you from men who are crooked, but verse 16, women who who are forbidden. So it will deliver you from forbidden women, from the adulteress with her smooth words. Now, what is it? That's what we talk about first on the show, and it is the fact that adultery is tempting, right? So it says the forbidden woman, the woman you're not supposed to have, and then it goes on to expand on that from the adulteress with her smooth words. So adultery is cheating on your spouse, for those of you who don't know, or I'm pretty sure it's in the Bible, it talks about it being a sexual sin against yourself. Like adultery is one of the only sins where it is like against you, like mainly. I think it says that somewhere in the Bible, don't quote me on that, that is just me kind of riffing off my head from what I know about scripture, but that is what adultery is, tends to be sexual sin, but I want to apply it to entrepreneurship, and so Alex Hormozzi recently talked about the woman in the red dress, and this was an exercise that happened in the movie The Matrix, I need to go back and watch those movies because I really don't remember this, but Neo was like looking at a woman in a red dress as he was going through an exercise to like train for the matrix or whatever. And the woman in the red dress caught his eye because she was so different, because she was so tempting, right? And so he looked at her, looked at her as he walked by and he was distracted from what he was doing. Then when he turned around, he had a gun pointed to his head. And I believe it was like Mr. Smith, like something like that. I think that's the character in the matrix. So what, Alex Formelli talks about is that in entrepreneurship, focus is key. It is essential to doing well in your business. I think adultery is tempting, and we see that in verse 16, but what adultery is really um, doing is distracting you from the covenant you've made with your spouse. It is distracting you from the focus you're supposed to have, and in the same way, temptation and entrepreneurship, shiny object syndrome, distract you from the business you're supposed to have. So that's kind of what this verse made me think of when it comes to entrepreneurship. But what I really like here is that it says, so you will be delivered from the forbidden woman. So this lack of focus, this inability to stay 
um, stay the course, to walk the straight and narrow, right? You're going to be delivered from that as you gain wisdom. So where has this shown up in my life? I would say shiny object syndrome, hands down, trying thing after thing after thing after thing. And you know the interesting thing, shiny object syndrome really starts with fear. It's fear of failure, it's fear of not being able to stay the course, not being able to see success, and so you try other things to try to get there faster. Well, shiny object syndrome is actually the thing that's going to stop you from getting anywhere. And similarly, when you get focused on the woman in the red dress, when you get focused on adultery, those are things that are gonna stop you from furthering your life, either furthering the relationship you have with your spouse or furthering the business that you have, all that good stuff. Lack of focus because of fear stops you from getting the thing that you want. Whereas like choosing to focus despite fear will lead to you getting the things that you want. So I would say that's where this has shown up in my life for the most part, shiny object syndrome, and really just not being able to focus on one thing I'm selling. I also think this is interesting. I haven't been able to focus on one thing I'm selling because I never set myself up well for success. And as I've gained wisdom as an entrepreneur, I'm like, okay, I should probably sell something that already has product market fit given my scenario. I don't have a lot of experience in the business world. I haven't found a problem naturally that I can solve. I've always tried to come up with my own problems, things that I've dealt with, and not really listening to the customer. I've learned to listen to the customer, find something with product market fit, find something with a quick sales cycle. All of these things are wisdom from trying a bunch of different things. And now I'm in a position where it's like the skill of sales and a positive mindset are the only two things holding me back. So once I develop that skill, get that positive mindset working for me, and obviously stay consistent and disciplined, have those character traits, I will see um, the results that I'm trying to see. And I think that's a really cool thing. So shiny object syndrome is rooted in fear, fear of failure, but it was also rooted in ignorance. Like I didn't know what to choose, and so I had shiny object syndrome because I wasn't convinced something was going to work, and I wasn't convinced something was going to work because I didn't know what it looked like to have something work. And I've gotten a clearer and clearer picture of that as I've gone on. So where do I want this to show up in my life? I want the ability to focus on what's furthering my mission and block out everything else. So right now, that's insurance sales and what will eventually be building an agency. And once I build that agency, It'll move to that financial freedom sector of my life where I take a lot of that money and invest in real estate and a business that buys real estate at a discount and uh, performs value add on that real estate. After the insurance agency and the real estate, that secures financial freedom for me. Honestly, the insurance agency might just secure financial freedom for me and I might have to learn another lesson on focus and I might have to drop real estate. That's a, an ego punch for me right there but I, because I really like real estate, but um, yeah, that is the going plan right now. Insurance agency to investing in real estate syndication. And after we hit financial freedom there, it's doing a lot of real estate development and bringing on people to run businesses that will raise the standard of living to middle-class America across the world. Like that is what we're trying to do. And we're going to do it in a for-profit way. Um, just because I think, I don't know, nonprofits and for-profits, they're all businesses. And I think for-profits kind of encourage people more, if that makes sense. Sets people up to learn how to fish as opposed to just giving them fish. But that's just my personal opinion. I don't know a bunch about the nonprofit world. 
I just know that I am tired of being broke myself and I'm sure a lot of other people feel that way and working in a nonprofit isn't a way to really set up a foundation for financial freedom for yourself in the future. Not always, at least. I'm sure some work out that way. But that's where I want to show up in my life, focus on everything that is furthering my mission and nothing that is not furthering my mission, which includes relationships, it includes friendships, it includes um, activities and what I do for fun and how I exercise and what I think about, all of those things um, is how I want to show up in my life. Now, how can you apply this to your life? I'm going to say water the grass where you stand instead of looking over the fence to see where it's greener. And I say that because with the woman in the red dress, it's easy to want what you don't think you can have. And so when you see a quicker way to get there, you're going to get distracted by the woman in the red dress. You're going to listen to the smooth words of the adulteress that um, verse 16 talks about. However, when you water the grass where you stand, you focus on what's good about your current situation and how you can further that situation. And the woman in the red dress has no, or the adulteress with the smooth words, has no place in your life. I think what's really cool about that is when you look over the fence, the grass can look greener from a distance, but as you get to that grass, it's probably gonna be the same color and maybe even have worse soil quality than the grass that you're currently at. So if you just water the grass where you're at and focus on how green it is, how green it's getting and the act of becoming more green, um, yeah, I just think you'll be setting yourself up for success. And you water the grass by seeking wisdom, right? And so the wisdom, obviously, found in the Bible, because um, I think Proverbs says it starts with the fear of God. Let me go. Yeah, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So act with the fear of the Lord. Search in his word for wisdom and seek it like silver. Search for it as for hidden treasures and it will come to you. And when it comes to you, it will deliver you from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress with her smooth words, from all of the temptation in life. Like I think what's really cool about this is Jesus was tempted for like 40 days and 40 nights and didn't sin, right? And so the ability to deny temptation comes from really being close with God, knowing God, knowing truth. And so go know that truth and water your grass with that truth. There we go. Thank you guys for listening to the show. That's all we got for you today. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.